Live from Nashville, Tennessee, this is the Campfire Cafe on the Equestrian Legacy Radio Network. Time is my friend, my friend. The more I reject it, the more that it kicks in. Just enough to keep me on my toes I say, come on, time I've beat you before Come on, time What have you got for me this time? I'll take your words of wisdom And I'll try to make them right It's just me and you again Come on, time. I, you're not fooling me. You're something I can't kill. You're flying like a mighty wind. You're never standing still. Time, as you pass me by, why did you leave these lines on my face? Sure have put me in my place Come on time Come on time It looks like you're winning the race Time You're not fooling me You're something I can't kill You pass me by. Why did you leave these lines on my face? You sure have put me in my place. Come on, time. Come on, time. Looks like you were winning the race. Come on, time. Come on, time. Looks like you're winning the race. Well, good morning from Nashville, Tennessee. I'm your host, Gary Holt. That's Willie Nelson. Come on time. And from Albuquerque, New Mexico, is our co-host, Miss Bobby Bell. Good morning, Bobby. Good morning, Gary. I'm I'm looking at the weather app. We got snow coming in uh, tomorrow morning, early, like 2 a.m. How about you? We have snow on Saturday morning. So Friday night, (laughs) Saturday morning, we're going to wake up to two inches of snow. And two days ago, it was 80. It's 60-something today and 60 tomorrow, and then the temperature falls to the high of 32 on Saturday. So, And then it's back <laughs> up like to here. the 50s on Sunday. Back up in the 50s yeah. on Sunday. Anyway, come on time, <laughs> Willie Nelson. The time change is this Sunday. So come on yes. time. We're ready for the time change, and we'll be springing 
looking forward, and time has passed for another year for two of our friends. Mr. Jeff Gore has a birthday today, and Mr. Donnie Poindexter have birthdays today. So, happy birthday to both of those guys. Happy birthday to both those guys. So, what's going on with time in Albuquerque? <laughs> we don't have enough of it. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out. I'm trying to figure out how to how to get more out of those 24 hours. <laughs> oh my gosh, well it seems to go pretty quick. I mean, we're already halfway into March, and it just seems like we got started with 2022. But uh, time just waits for no man, as they say. No. But we have a fantastic show. Speaking of time, and it's going to go by very very quickly today with our very special. Guest, so who's joining us today on the Campfire Cafe? We have Claudia Nygaard with her amazing stories and music, and that what do they call that voice? That Amber Honey voice. Um, standing by, she'll be joining us shortly. And who do we have in the second hour? Well, Mr. Robert the Trailmeister Eversoul will be joining us with Saddle Up America. So we're going to talk about trail gear, and I think we may talk about horse expos just a little bit, because it is that time of the year. So a lot of great a lot of great conversation and a lot of great music today on the Equestrian Legacy Radio Network. But right now, let's take a listen to a fun, fun song by Mr. Don Edwards. It's called Diamond Joe, and when we come back, we'll be talking with our special guest, Ms. Claudia Nygaard, today on the Campfire Cafe. Diamond Joe was a rich old jay Had lots of cowboys in his pay Rode the range with his cowboy band Many a maverick got his brand well, I hired on, offered Joe my hand. Got a string of horses, so old they couldn't stand. Like to die from hunger, he mistreated us so. Never earned a dollar off a diamond, Joe. Roll on, boys, roll. Don't you roll so slow. Roll on, boys, roll. Don't you roll so slow. Roll on, boys, roll. Don't you roll so slow. Roll on, boys, roll. Don't you roll so slow. Just a cowboy, ain't got no home Got no folks, so I'm bound to roam I work for the elves, or the old bar old Won't burn no brand, for Diamond Joe Well, if I was rich, like Diamond Joe I'd work today, I'd work no more he works me hard and pays so slow. Don't give a damn if I work or no. Roll on, boys, roll. 
Campfire Cafe on the Equestrian Radio Network. If you're just joining us, that was Don Edwards with Diamond Joe. Today's featured guest, Claudia Nygaard, is the daughter of a California rancher and his city slicker wife. Growing up believing that cowgirl boots are appropriate footwear under a ball gown, or or in my case, a wedding gown, <laughs> she straddled the fence between country and urban life in comfort. Her music, with its roots in the adobe clay of the San Joaquin Valley, partners well with lyrics that tell stories about TV Western heroines, wide open spaces, well-loved horses, and even better, loved cowboys. Having enjoyed several of Claudia Nygaard's live performances, I can tell you firsthand she is a captivating storyteller. Between her engaging panter before she sings and the music that you get to enjoy, she'll have you laughing one moment and grabbing those tissues you have come prepared with in the next. The twinkle in her eye makes everyone in the audience feel she is sharing a secret with them alone. Please welcome to Campfire Cafe an award-winning songwriter and performer whose stage presence has been equaled to Will Rogers without a rope, Claudia Nygaard. Welcome, Claudia. Oh, thank you so much. I'm delighted to be here. <laughs> I, I can't see the Will Rogers thing. I cannot see you. <laughs> cannot see that at all. How you doing? I, How are you? It's been a yarn. I'm doing great. <laughs> I'm really doing really well, actually. I mean, I just, uh, of course, I, I was telling, telling you all off. Uh, off the mic that I've spent the morning writing a song. So anytime I spend the morning writing a song or turning on my recording software, it's a good day. <laughs> it is a good day. <laughs> well, uh, you know, it makes me ask this question. During the pandemic for the last two years where people have been off the road as much, have you been writing a lot and you've got something new in the works to record? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I've been writing a lot. Um, and, you know, a lot of what it is, that a lot of it comes from doing live streaming because I live stream my yeah. shows. Uh, if anybody anybody listening wants to check it out, they can go to YouTube to Claudia Nygaard. Um, uh, just put in that little at sign and then Claudia Nygaard, and it'll take you to my YouTube page. And uh, it's um, it's just, you, you know, when you when you're on tour, you kind of end up doing the same songs a lot because if you don't, your fans get mad at you. <laughs> You didn't play his left side. Or you didn't play Miss Kitty or whatever, you know. <laughs> so you have to play the same songs a lot, you know, and you kind of end up going from town to town, but you have a different audience every night and you stick in some different songs to keep it fresh for yourself. But, you know, you kind of end up, not in a rut, but you end up playing these same songs more frequently. Well, then when live streaming happened and, and the pandemic, then it was like, 
okay, I played these last week. These are the same people coming back every every week, you know, so every time. Mm-hmm. So then you wanted to you want to do stuff they haven't heard for a while, you know. And right. I've got like three hundred songs. So or more. <laughs> but um, wow. what happened for me was that I started digging into my older catalog and some of the songs I didn't think were that great when I wrote them, but it turns out that uh, 20 years ago, I wasn't that great of a guitar player. <laughs> it wasn't the song's fault. <laughs> it was the messenger. <laughs> so oh, as I started digging these old songs out, they kind of got new life. And then, of course, since then, I've started playing the ukulele, and I've got a hollow body arch top. And so then that makes it more exciting for me because all of a sudden, with a new instrument, it changes the whole tone of the song. And you yeah, kind of end yeah. up, presenting it in a different way and interpreting it in a different way. So it's been um, a lot of times, I mean, I have been right. I've written, oh, I don't know, I've written a lot of new songs since since COVID hit, but I've also uh, rewritten a, a boatload of songs, you know, and, and, oh, wow. and tweaked and polished stuff, you know, stuff that, that I started maybe uh, years ago and never quite finished, you know, because I've been home. I've had the luxury of time. Yeah, you know, time. Which, which as, as Bobby mentioned, <laughs> is slipping away. My mother used to say that her life, at, towards the end of her life, she said, it seems like it's Friday every day. I mean, uh-huh. it seemed like I it's Friday I, again, it's Friday again, it's Friday again. And I, I do the relate. same thing now. I can relate. Yeah, yeah, I can relate like to that. One Friday after another. And it's hot. Where did the week go? You know? Mm-hmm. So, well, yeah. you we're talking about the fact that there are certain songs that people ask for every time that you're out performing. And so yeah. I'll apologize to you now because we're going to play <laughs> Miss Kitty because I know that that is one of the favorite songs that people are oh, yeah. performing. But tell us about Miss Kitty. I mean, they're going to understand um, the song when we play it, but tell us about writing it. Well, when I was a kid, my father, we got our first television set. I, I don't remember what it was. I think it was Emerson. And, uh, you know, my next-door neighbor, she had these great shows like Donna Reed and stuff, and I'd been going over to her house and watching television. When we got a TV, I was really excited, you know. So I asked Daddy, I said, if I could watch, you know, these, I don't know what shows it was, but probably Donna Reed or something like that. And, or, or it might have been uh, American Bandstand. That's what it was. I wanted to see American Bandstand because there were these okay. teenagers who were like adults to me, you know, they were, they were like, oh, these are like, you know, they're so grown up and they're dancing and the, the dancing part had, I, I like that, that part about, you know, the boys and the girls dancing together. That, that to me was very interesting, even though I was quite young. And, <laughs> and so, so I wanted to watch that and daddy said, oh, honey, I'm sorry. This is the Emerson. It only gets Westerns. <laughs> <laughs> And so we were watching, you know, it was like Paladin one night, and then it was Rawhide another night, and, you know, the, the, then, of course, the main one was what yeah. you're about to play. And that, that was so, I was brainwashed is what I'm trying to tell you. That's how the song came about. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, let's take a listen to that. Everybody is going to understand this when it's called Miss Kitty. We're talking with Claudia Nygaard today on the campsite. She's self-employed and runs a business out of her home. She lives up over the long branch of 
started Googling gun smoke and stuff on, on YouTube, trying to find some footage to make it. And, and I saw this one that said, come on, Miss Kitty, give, come on, Marshall, give Miss Kitty a kiss. And I thought, oh, man, somebody stole my song, you know, and I clicked on it, and it was me. <laughs> you know, this video of me singing it. So it was great. So um, what I did was I got in touch with her, and I asked her if I could use the footage because I wanted to have it on my website um, as mm-hmm. well, you know. And, uh, and then I did a, a video of me singing it um, with that uh, in a concert I did with a big screen behind me and that's just um she did such a great job of assembling it though i mean it just every line is just perfect i mean yeah. just from from the beginning to the end everything matches yeah. the lyric just perfectly it's really fun yeah, to watch it's wonderful it's wonderful one other thing i wanted to say about that song is did you recognize the yodel in the second chorus oh no no, no tell us more that's Ranger Doug. He sang oh, background oh, in the choir. Yeah, yeah, Ranger Doug. Oh, that's great. <laughs> I didn't know he was going to stick in the yodel. It was pretty fun when we were recording it. We had, a, we had, a, I had just a bunch of friends that we just, and some of them weren't even singers. You know, I mean, really, I mean, they're not professional singers. You know, but, but I just, well, I wanted like a crowd. I wanted it to sound like. You know, a bunch of a bunch of drunks in the in the saloon, you know, in the Long Branch, and uh, so I didn't want like I didn't want it to be too slick, you know. Uh-huh. So anyway, great. but uh, yeah. that was the only professional. <laughs> I had uh, oh, we just we just I had just posted that last week on uh, the International Western Music Association Tennessee chapter page on Facebook. Ah. I that. Yeah. Oh, cool. Happy birthday, Miss Kitty. So we do a Music Monday on that page, and and your song was uh, and video was a Music Monday on there. So oh, good. That. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. people. Yeah, so people a fan of mine called and fan of mine sent me a text and said, "You know that today's Amanda Blake's birthday." And I went, "Holy smokes!" And I went, "But I better get this posted." <laughs> you know. So <laughs> she, you know, she was from my hometown too. She was from oh. Wow. Yeah, she lived um she lived right out she was only like, you know, I mean I could walk to her ranch from ours. Um, it would be a long walk, but <laughs> on horseback it'd probably take you thirty minutes on horseback, but but anyway, um yeah, she lived in uh she lived in my town. She had she raised Mustangs. Yeah. Oh really? Yeah. Oh. She had she had, rescues. She, had a, she had she had a ranch of rescues, you know. That is good to know. Well, yeah. you've got a, a new songs that you've been writing, and uh, mm-hmm. I, I've talked to several people now. How are you? How are you going to be putting that out? Are you going to do CDs? You're going to do singles? You're going to do uh, one of those things? I'm going to I'm going to do both of those things actually. Um, and I'm going to probably, and I wish I'd done this with my last album, but I'm going to release. Um, singles with videos probably okay um, I'm about to shoot um, I've got I've got all the songs together and I've been doing um, voice and guitar demos to take in the studio with me and I've got one left to do uh, one last voice and guitar demo left to do and then I'm ready to start recording the album um, but I'm leaving town 
I'm going on the road. I'm going to go on tour, which is just well, congratulations. <laughs> congratulations. I for years. I did actually do a quick tour in between Delta and Omicron. Okay. <laughs> I went down to Texas and played. Hi, this is like the, this was my uh, my Delta tour, and then, and then I had an Omicron tour. But you know, you keep, we keep thinking we're out of the woods. I hope to goodness we are now. But anyway, I hope so. Um, so I'm headed up to the Northeast. I'm going to play. Um, I'm working my way up. I'm playing in Knoxville, and then I'm playing in Roanoke, Virginia, and then Fairfax, Virginia, and then on up all the way to Cape Cod. I'm going to play. And in Cape Cod, I've got a friend um, that I shoot videos with. He's got a, a great television camera. And so okay. I think we're going to do a video of one of my favorite songs for the new album. It's called Come On, Old Girl. You might have heard, probably might have heard that at, uh, at WMA. But, um, but anyway, it's, uh, it's, <laughs> you'll get a kick out of this, and so will your listeners. I played this for some people who were very urban dwellers. This song, and okay. it, the song starts off as Come On, Old Girl, It's Getting Time to Go. Your barn is warm, but it's about to snow. You know, the water in your trough's begun to freeze. Come on, old girl. Mm-hmm. We're getting, it's getting time to leave. And it's, it's actually, you know, then it goes on. Come on, old girl. It's getting time to go. He might follow, but I doubt it, though. And then you realize she's talking to her horse about this man uh-huh. and she's leaving. You know, mm-hmm. so I played this for these urban dwellers that are songwriters. And, they, and the girl says to me, well, nobody talks to their horse. <laughs> she said she said, I don't know about this song. She said, Nobody talks to the horse and I thought, Yeah, you might want to know more before you open your mouth. Well, that's true. That is true. I don't know any we have to get that don't sing to their horses. You know, Everybody talk to talks to their horse. Everybody yeah. talks to their horse. And sing. And sing. They just haven't watched yeah. enough movies, have they? Yeah. This song is called Prairie Fire, and it, uh, I love this. You said that you were going to redo this song, but uh, tell us about Prairie Fire. Uh, well, it's kind of my history. <laughs> Some of my writing's a little too autobiographical, but <laughs> you know, my dad, my dad was uh, in the cattle business, and my mother was raised on. Uh, she was raised in North Dakota. Very, very tiny town, like 400 people, four blocks wide, four blocks long. Couldn't wait to get away. I mean, she used to pull the plow herself. She and her sisters, my grandfather, would hook them up to the plow. (laughs) And and sometimes he'd just, like, take the gate and lay it flat on the ground. And then my mother and her sisters would pull this gate to break up the dirt clods for the garden. Uh Uh-huh. You know? Uh So, anyway, she um, the last thing in the world she wanted was to to be back on a farm or a ranch. Last thing she wanted. She headed, she got on the train from North Dakota, went straight across to Seattle, to Tacoma, Washington. This was right before the war, of course, you know. So, um, you know, there was a big boom in the port cities, you know, for building and stuff. But anyway, she got a, right. got a job as a secretary there, and she met my dad. And she, she at first she really tried to, tried to turn him off, you know. She said, I just was not interested. But she said she went to the Puyallup Fair rodeo. They have a rodeo and at the Puyallup Fair. And also they have a parade. So here comes my father, Roman riding, standing. My dad was 6'6", six, six, right? 36 oh, wow. Inches 
So wow. he's standing on the backs of four white horses coming down the street oh, wow. in the parade. Wow. Mama wow. said after that, the other boys kind of paled by comparison. <laughs> <laughs> I would think so. I would think so. So she ended up back on a, on a ranch, you know, and she was good at it, except for one time when she killed a possum thinking it was a rat. But other than that, that's <laughs> pretty good out there. And uh, so anyway, that was kind of the deal was that mama would haul me off to ballet lessons and, you know, all kinds of stuff trying to turn me into a young lady. And then mm-hmm. my dad would help me have me help him castrate the bull calves. Oh, wow. <laughs> so I had kind of a split personality growing up. <laughs> And apparently I still do because, I mean, my music <laughs> certainly reflects both both worlds, you know. But that's, that's kind of where this song comes from. Um, but also just the uh, the passion of, um, of writing and, and just, I don't know, just being young and on fire, you know. Well, take a listen to Prairie Fire. We'll be back in just a moment to talk more with Claudia Nygaard today on the Campfire Cafe.
Claudia Nygaard, our special guest with Prairie Fire. We are chatting with Claudia. I have a couple of questions, Claudia, because you know we have met each other and we've seen I've seen we've seen you in live performance. Part of um, and critics have written about this too that part of your wonderful live performances is the stories that you tell before you tell the story before you sing the story. You're so incredibly open. Um, the first time we saw you at a house concert, you you sort of flew in almost, it seemed, last minute because you had left your guitar behind you. <laughs> oh, gosh, yeah. At the, at the concert, you had left, and you had to turn around, and you had to drive back, and then you had to, you know, you were um, – you're so um you're so open and um you're so authentic and you're so true when you perform um do you do you kind of plan is a lot of it off the cuff claudia or do you kind of plan how what how you're going to set up the next song that you're going to do or or do you just you just fly um, I kind of just fly, really, mostly. I mean, I just uh, what, because I've I've always been a chatterbox, as my mother would say. I mean, I've always had. Uh, I told my older sister. My older sister said, "She said she envied my personality." And I said, "It's all you left me." <laughs> she, 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 was, she was. My sister. My older sister is gorgeous, and and had the lead in the high school uh, musical and was a center in the aquacade float and won a scholarship to go around the world on the Chapman College University of Seven Seas um, as an, because she for her artwork, you know, and then she was just, uh, she was so glamorous and did modeling and everything. It was like there was, the only way to complete was to be a wise kid, a wise acre, as my mother would Uh say. And Uh so I kind of, um, I was a smart aleck, and it just evolved into a little bit more than that. (laughs) Well, there's a great there's a great quote from Country Standard Time. Nygaard is fearless. She often says in song what many of us would be reluctant to admit in conversation. And as I look over your body of work, I would say that is so true. Yeah, (laughs) it is. But you know. <laughs> Speaking of being really open, I my father was an alcoholic, and uh, I I didn't really realize that I had any uh, effects from it because he stopped drinking when I was ten and didn't start up again until I was twenty, and so I didn't feel like I was really impacted that much. But I mm-hmm. stumbled into a group uh, of adult children of alcoholics, and they encouraged me to come to a meeting, and I did. And I discovered that I did have a lot that was happening because of that. And that led me to get into therapy. And what happened for me was that I started, I call it peeling back the layers of the onion. Mm-hmm. And, and when, you're, when, you, when you're in therapy, you learn that, that there are some primary emotions and then there are secondary emotions. For instance, we think of hate as a primary emotion, but it isn't. It's a secondary emotion to fear. Fear is the primary uh-huh. emotion. Wow. So mm-hmm. when you're writing a song, you want to get down to what is the primary emotion here? You know, what is, what is, what is, what is, and I have a degree in theater, and I remember in an acting class one time, um, I was supposed to walk over to a table 
and pick up a cigarette and, 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 you know, of course you don't smoke on the stage, but you know, I was supposed to be like picking up the cigarette, like I want to have a cigarette. And then the, the, the director said, what is your motivation? Mm-hmm. And I had to think about it. And I thought, well, I'm trying to get away from this other actor. You know, I'm trying, I'm trying to, I was playing the wife and I was trying to get away from the husband, you know? And, and so mm-hmm. I was going, going to go get a cigarette as a way of distancing myself from him. You know, because we were having a fight, and 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 that's kind of what I'm, what I try to do um, in, in Nashville. We call that in songwriting. We call that putting furniture in the room. You know, you mm. want to write about her walking over there to get that cigarette, but you want to write it mm-hmm. in such a way that the audience, the listener, knows what, what is what she's doing, why she's doing that. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and so. That's what I've always tried to do as a songwriter is I've tried to, I've tried to write, um, to, I've tried to, to make a, a little video in my own head. Mm-hmm. I make, I have like a little movie going in my own head and then I just write down the movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, it, the movie. it makes your, it makes your music very relevant too, I think, because we, oh, we, we write right along with you. The next song that Gary, uh, Gary, are you going to do like a moth? Is that the I am. Are we going to do that I next? Am. Okay. So, like a moth, you want to tell us a little bit about it before Gary plays it? Ah, yeah. This could this 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 theme reoccurs, unfortunately, in my life on a rather <laughs> regular basis. Um, but what it is is that um, you know, there's there's everyone I think has experienced that forbidden attraction. You know that you know going into it, this is not going to go well. But you can't help yourself because it's so you're so physically attracted to someone, you know, mm-hmm. and um, and that's kind of uh, that's kind of where this is like the uh, the end result of one of those. Let's <laughs> <laughs> well, take a listen many. <laughs> to "Like a Moth." This is from the CD "Lucky Girl," and. Uh, we're visiting with Claudia Nygaard today on the Campfire Cafe. Mama, don't say I told you so. I already hurt so bad. Yes, I was a fool, I know, to give him all I had. Mama, maybe you were right, cause it should turn out wrong. But I just can't put up a fight when passion comes so strong. Mama, don't shake your head that way. I know I knew better. 
Claudia Nygaard from the CD Lucky Girl. And uh, as I'm listening to this song, there are two things that I want to talk about. Lucky Girl is the CD. That was your last CD, I think, wasn't it? Right, yeah. And a different kind of CD from the first two that we've been listening to. Um, Right. It's more of an Americana album. It was produced by Nielsen Hubbard, the first two I produced. And uh, Nielsen um, is uh, a very atmospheric kind of producer. I, I don't know if that's an accurate melodic term, but then I don't use melodic terms as much as I do. <laughs> My last, the song before this on Prairie Fire, when we got into the studio, I told the, I told the, the drummer, I said, he said, what's the feel on this? And I said, loping. <laughs> said, loping? I said, yeah, you know, like, he said, isn't that a gate? <laughs> I said, yeah, it's a gate. Oh. <laughs> I, I need a feel. I said, oh, okay. <laughs> so, but, um, but yeah, he's very atmospheric. Um, I, I really love his production. You know, it's, it's very different from what I would have done, but that's what yeah. I wanted to do. I wanted to stretch a little. And uh, I'm, I, I, like, I like working with different people because um, you learn more. You know, every time you work with somebody new, you learn something you didn't know. I'm, I'm hoping to work with. Um, I don't know if I mentioned this to you. I might have already mentioned this to you, but um, there is a uh, 
an album that I'm crazy about, that I've been crazy about since the 90s, that Tim Ryan did, Tried, True, and Tested. Okay. And uh, it, it was just, a lot of the songs are by Alex Harvey, but um, I don't think Tim wrote them, but the production on it is just so beautiful. And I think I'm going to, uh, that's going to, uh, it was produced by Biff Watson, who's a guy here in town, and I'm going to ask him to produce To Race the Wind, which is the name of my next album. Oh, that's and, great. Uh, I like that. Yeah, because it's, it's going to be very Western, my next album. Wow. Um, not Western like um, Sons of the Pioneers Western, but Western like Ian Tyson Western. You know, I mean, I'm storytelling. I wanted to ask, I wanted to ask too. When did you decide you wanted to become a professional musician and artist? <laughs> I was five. Five. I think I was five. Yeah, I think I was five. I mean, that was the first time I performed in public, and um, and then uh, when I was. In my teens, I got into doing musical theater in the summer. I think they okay. call that summer stock or something. Right. Uh, of course, right. I, my mother taught my mother taught Sunday school choir um, when I was five, and that she I wasn't very good. She said, but I sang really loud, and that pleased her. Because <laughs> 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 when I sang really loud, it made the other children sing really loud. You know, and she was trying to, you know, yeah. the kids, they don't sing very loud, you know, and she was trying to get right. the, the little children's choir to sing louder. And she said, I would just sing with great gusto. And, <laughs> and so she said, you weren't very good, she said, but you sang very loud. That made the other kids sing loud, so I was really happy about it. <laughs> so anyway, uh, my mother sang. My mother was a beautiful singer. Um, she wasn't a professional singer. She sang at uh-huh. weddings and funerals, you know, for her church. But, but anyway, right, that was right. kind of when I first first got the bug probably was at age five but um but i'm i'm gonna guess that when i started doing this the musical theater stuff in my teens uh, when i was in high school um and i sang i got invited to sing with the high school dance band and that was all standards you know and that that was really fun i mean i love standards if i wasn't a songwriter i'd probably be singing standards because I just the the melodies, Love just, them. you know, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, so that the, but the songwriting. When I first started writing songs, my songs were just mostly vehicles for my ideas, for my poetry, and and then as I evolved as as a guitarist, um, my melodies got better. <laughs> you know, okay. It wasn't all iambic pentameter, you know. So I got I got better at writing melodies and uh, and of course I was playing cover songs and playing in uh, country bands around Los Angeles when I first started out um, and then uh, that led to me learning a lot of you know, Western feeling stuff. But you know it's interesting. I, I played the Palomino when I was very young in my early twenties. Mm-hmm. I was uh, I moved wow. to L.A. when I first got you know going. And my best friend lived in L.A. and I hadn't seen her because she had moved away from California to to uh, to uh, where did you, I don't know, Virginia, I think, and then to go to college. And then she moved back and, to California and settled in L.A. And 
because her sister was there. So I ended up moving to L.A. too because it was a big music place, you know. And right. so I moved there. Um, and uh, and when I got there, I did an audition talent night at this place called the Palomino Club, which was a very mm-hmm. big deal for, for Western right. music. And yeah. I recently started, during COVID, started looking at old videos from when I was really young. And I have this video of me playing the Palomino, which uh, some of it is on my YouTube page again. Um, oh, wow. I've got, I made videos to put on YouTube of it. And like one of the, I mean, I was singing Red River Valley and Ghost Riders in the Sky and Back in the Saddle again. I think all oh, of this stuff. Yeah, and I, yeah. I was watching it and I thought, I've always been a Western artist. <laughs> I didn't think about it at the time, you know. I thought I was country and it was all like Western stuff. I was singing, um, I was singing uh, even like um, The Auctioneer. And, uh, yeah. Oh, you know, wow. And I, had, yeah. I made this medley of songs from Western television shows and did it for my dad because my dad was coming to a show I was doing at the Palomino. And so I made this medley, and it had it had Bonanza in it, and it had Rawhide in it, and it had Paladin, Paladin, where do you roam? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it had, yeah. uh, uh, it had uh, the rebel, the guy, you know. Uh, oh, yeah. But, you know, and I mean, it had like five songs in it from television westerns. It was TV western medley that I used to do. I should drag that out again. But it was, you need it was to. fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah you need to. At a cowboy gathering, it'd be fun to, to do there. So, uh-huh. um, But anyway, it was surprising to me because I've always thought of myself as being more country and not western. And I, I mean, I've told you guys this story, but not your listeners before, that, you know, I used to go to the Kerrville Folk Festival all, all the time and, um, I won right. the talent contest, the songwriting competition there, and Joyce Woodson, the fabulous Joyce Woodson, uh, and I camped together there. And she, for years, was telling me to go to WMA. I mean, for about seven years, she kept saying, "You got to come to WMA. You got to come to WMA." And I kept saying, "Well, I'm not really Western. I'm country." You know, I kept telling her that. And she said, "You've got to come." And finally, I played. Uh, I played the. Uh, oh, what was it that? storytelling thing, the George West Story Fest, and it was okay. mm-hmm. like the week, and that was in like eastern Texas, or western Te- West Texas, and then it was the weekend before WMA. So I thought, all right, if I'm ever going to go to WMA, I need to go now. You know? So I did. Wow. And of course, you know, it was just like, uh-oh, I should have been coming for seven years. <laughs> you know? <laughs> <laughs> Um, apparently, I do belong here. <laughs> you know, it was really fun, but I love it now. You know, I just, I've made, yeah. met so many wonderful people at WMA, just wonderful people. Uh, pretty cool, pretty pretty cool bunch. Well, I want to get yep. to another song real quick. I'm going to go ahead and get to the to the title track from Lucky Girl, mm-hmm. and anything that you'd like okay. to tell us about this. Yeah, well, two things. One is that I won the Tumbleweed Music Festival songwriting competition with that song. And also, every verse in this song is a true story from my family. We'll have to listen to that. We will have to listen to that. 
So let's listen to Lucky Girl and come back and talk more with Claudia Nygaard and Bobby Bell. My great 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 granddaddy on my mama's father's side went rowing down the Norway coast with four friends and his bride. When a big storm came around and all his four friends drowned, and there wouldn't be a me, but when he rose up from the sea to gasp for air, why he had great 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 grandmama by the hair. album and one of my favorite songs you know Claudia I was on your Facebook page um, the other day and you had a really interesting post um, that kind of goes along with this song you put up pictures of skis and you shared some information that you'd gotten from Ancestry.com tell us about that Ah, well, I, I had my cousin got me this Ancestry.com because I've been, I mean, I knew all four of my grandparents came from Norway, immigrated to the United States. My grandmothers were actually born here, but my grandfathers immigrated. My grand, my great-grandparents, my everybody came from Norway. So I knew I was pretty Norwegian, you know. But yeah, um, yeah. I, 
I'm more Norwegian apparently than cousins I have over there because <laughs> uh, I'm 96 <laughs> percent Norwegian. Oh wow! And the I'm one percent Finnish and three percent Swedish. <laughs> so wow, Scandinavian. But um, but anyway, the, uh, the 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 photograph that I posted, the, the photo I posted that Bobby's talking about, is a picture of some skis that my great-grandfather made when he came to America. He made them out of wood, um, and they're, they, he hand-carves them. And I'm guessing, I, I can't remember exactly if he made them for my father or if he made them uh, for himself, but he immigrated in, I think, the 1860s, according to the Census Bureau, Mm-hmm. Um, he came in the 1860s and settled uh, on my father's side. This is on my father's side. They settled in uh, Washburn, Wisconsin, and Bayfield, Wisconsin. And mm-hmm. and they uh, they made these. I don't. I think it was my. It was the Washburn uh, ones, which are not the Nygards. Those were actually the Garbergs. But anyway, they uh, he made those for my for my father. I think. But I can't imagine it because my dad never skied. So I'm thinking he might have made him for himself. <laughs> I think my dad said that, my dad said that my great grandfather made them, but I don't think I kinda of got the impression at the time that he made them for my father, but I think maybe my father just inherited them. But they're uh, they're something to see. I mean they're mm-hmm. they're wood and then they have this little leather binding, you know, that went over your shoe. Yeah. Yeah. And just like a little strip of leather with a string that ties, you know, a little raw wow. tie. Would you know, would these have been more for cross country? Would these have been for uh, you know for cross country just being being around um, snowy Wisconsin, or would these have been more for downhill? Do you know? I don't know enough about you know, skis. <laughs> I don't know what they did in the eighteen sixties, but yeah, but I think that um, I think they're very narrow. For cross country, yeah, they might narrow. be. For, might have okay. been. For, I'm guessing that they anyway, used them as transportation I mean, when it was too much snow well, to get the horse out. You know, in Wisconsin. Yeah. Yeah. How interesting. Because I mean, if you've got four yeah. feet of snow, you're not going to take your horse out through it. No. Right. No. Right. No. Um, Gary, so do, do you, you want the, to? Um, do you have the skis? Do you have the skis now? Uh huh. Yeah, they're on my on yeah. my Facebook page. Oh wow. Wow. Which is Claudia Nygaard, songwriter. If your listeners are on Facebook, it's Claudia Nygaard, songwriter. Claudia Nygaard, songwriter on Facebook. Yeah. We should probably spell Nygaard for him since this is It's My last (laughs) name is spelled N like Nashville, Y. I sometimes say NY like nymphomaniac, although that is not (laughs) usually a good thing to say. (laughs) (laughs) N Y G as in George, uh, and then two A's because one would not be enough. A A R D as in dog. And uh, so, if anybody wants to wants to Google that on uh, YouTube, they can see all the old videos. Or if you're on Facebook, you want to follow me. It's Facebook. It's uh, Claudia Nygaard songwriter. All right. All right. Well, let's get to another song real quickly. This is called Montana Wind. Tell us about this one. Uh, well, that's about Daddy. You know, my my father was born in Cutbank, and uh, and 
the story is that uh, there was a snowstorm. He was born on January 20th, so it's not unlikely. <laughs> and there was a no. snowstorm during during when he was the the midwife could barely get get to my grandmother because of the snowstorm. And uh, daddy daddy was born in Cutbank and then uh, was raised up in Shelby and East Glacier. And my father's father was also an alcoholic. And so my father um, hung out with all these. There was a, this big rancher near there who had about, I don't know, about six boys. And my father would just hang with them because he was the only boy. I mean, he had, he had a sister but no other brothers. And so they, he would go there and he would work on the ranch all the time. He just, he'd just hang out because he just liked to ride, you know. And so he would work yeah. cattle with, with those kids and then just he'd get a good dinner out of it too, usually. You know, he'd just sit down at the table and then, you know, they just expect him. <laughs> you know. So he but he also hung out a lot with the um the the kids from the reservation, the Blackfeet. And uh so he had a he had a lot of um a lot of love for Montana. He was always talking about it. And I used to say, well, why don't we live in Montana if you like it so much? But he just rolled his eyes at me. Oh, gosh. <laughs> anyway, but that's where I, I think um, when he passed, I have two songs, as uh, as Bobby knows. Um, my other song about him going was is called his left side which is um mm-hmm. probably my mm-hmm. most requested song but montana that's wind that's like what this was this was the way i you know this is what i do with my emotions i just start writing if i'm upset about anything or if i'm happy about anything you just put it on paper mama said i did that as a little kid that i would write her letters even though I, we lived in the same house <laughs> you know, would wow. write her letters because i just had to put it on paper i guess so that I could see it myself, so that I could understand it myself. I'm not sure. But anyway, um, so I, this is a song that I wrote for my dad uh, when he passed. This is Montana Wind. We'll be back in just a moment. On a cold winter's night, up in Cutbank With a midwife at her side With one good push left She took a deep breath And then heard that baby's first cry As folks heard that blue northern What the wind has 
Oh, thank you. Well, the best way to buy my music uh, so that I get the money is, <laughs> is to go to my website. <laughs> <laughs> uh, actually, I had somebody call me the other day and said, hey, I went to Amazon and I bought all your albums. And I said, great, I'm not going to make a dime. <laughs> you know, cause That's right. I started to say about a nickel. Maybe. Yeah, well, the thing is that people resell you know, on Amazon, and I don't have an account on Amazon because it costs me $99 a year to sell my albums on Amazon. And mm. I've got all these, no offense to you guys, because I know you wouldn't do this, but there are some DJs that resell the albums that you ship them to play. Oh, really? Oh, really? Sell them, no. They sell them for like three, four bucks. Well, oh. I can't even make them for less than five, so I can't sell my albums and be competitive. Oh, wow. So $99 a year to not sell anything, you know. So so anyway, I don't sell on them on, on Amazon. Um, there is, I think I'm on there through, well, for downloads or something, but but not for um, not for hard copy. So the best, best place to do it is, is to buy them from, from me on my website, which is, as I said, ClaudiaNygaard.com, N-Y-G-A-A-R-D as in dog. And um, and then uh, also my music is you can buy it on uh, on uh, in, from iTunes as a download, or you can buy it from from my website as a download. And then it's on Spotify and it's on um, uh, Apple Music as well. And if you have Amazon Premium, you can hear it on on Amazon Premium. But I think they only have one album on it on there. Yeah. I don't really work it since. I'm mad at him, but so then, um, and then I'm also, of course, on on Twitter and and um, what do you call it? Instagram and Instagram, uh huh, uh-huh, Instagram and YouTube. If you just go, if you just type in at Claudia Nygaard, or you can, you know, just Google my name. Uh, but but if you type at Claudia Nygaard, it'll take you right to my actual page. Um, And then on Facebook, it's at Claudia Nygaard Songwriter. Okay. Claudia Nygaard Songwriter. Yeah. And on my website, it'll say store. There's a little navigation tab in the bar that says store. If you click on that, you can download a song or you can buy it. Okay. And there's also, if you go to Claudia Nygaard, then there's there's links to everything. I mean, there's, there's you can get to Amazon. I mean, you can get to um, you can get to Instagram and you can get to Facebook and everything from my website. So the easiest thing is just go to my website. Plus, there's That's videos on my website. You can see Miss Kitty and everything on my website too. There's a tab at the top that says videos. Click on that. You'll see the best of. All right. That's great. So again, that's Claudia N Y G A A R D. Claudia Nygaard dot com. Visit her website. Visit her on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And visit her on Spotify, uh, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, and iTunes. And just search for Question Legacy Radio, and you'll be able to listen to the show after we get finished. Yeah. of our great conversation and great music and visit with Claudia today. Well, you have been great, and uh, and we look forward to having you back when that new album is out and ready to roll. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty excited about it. 
I really am. I've, and I've really enjoyed writing the songs on this one. <laughs> I'm excited about them. So, and I'm looking forward to seeing seeing you soon, and also seeing Bobby. And I'm coming out to play Durango. I should mention that. I'm oh, be cool. Able to oh, oh are you? Great. Yeah. So maybe I'll Great. be Bobby there. Yeah, well, visit visit her website, follow her tour schedule, see where you can see her live and in person. So, Claudia, we're yeah. just going to close out the show with uh, Big Country. Anything you want to tell us about Big Country? Boy, it's timely. Yeah, I could say I could. Wait, I could fill another hour just talking about Big Country. Um, yeah, Big Country is about our country, and it. Uh, I'm getting a lump in my throat. I. Uh, as everyone else, have been watching this horrific thing going on in Ukraine. And yeah. mm-hmm. as you listen to this song, I hope the listener will think about Ukraine. They're having their 1776. This mm-hmm. is this is what, what they're doing, is they're going up against somebody else who wants to run their country. And they will be fighting an urban war, but it's not going to be any different than we were out in the woods with our muskets against those redcoats. And yeah. so I, mm-hmm. I've been really praying for them. And, and it's, uh, it's showing me what an incredibly heroic country they are, what heroic people they are, that they are willing to sacrifice so much for freedom. So Well, that's what, this is a fantastic song. And as Claudia said, it's very, very timely today. So. Claudia, we look forward to having you back again. And uh, this is Big Country. We'll be back in a moment with Bobby Bell. Thanks, Claudia. Thank you. We had names like Sean and Colleen when we reached the harbor. As quick to wink as fight with a twinkle. In our eyes And we planted potatoes And rolled up our sleeves Washed clothes and built factories And hung on To a dream that wouldn't die We had names like Katrina and Oli When we crossed the prairie We were strong and stern and no stranger to the wind and snow. And that old blue northern, she blew and she blew. But we pulled our coats out and said we're tougher than you. will hang on, no matter how hard you blow. We've got a big country that holds. More in common than it seems We are love and hope And know what freedom means We share a big country That holds so many dreams We had names like Juan and Maria When we crossed the river 
not too far from me, and that's going to be March the 18th through the 20th. And so we'll be going to visit with people over there, and that's at uh, the Miller Coliseum in Murfreesboro, Tennessee, the Southern Equine Expo, March 18th through the 20th. And then we have the Road to the Horse that is taking place in Lexington at Kentucky Horse Park, and that is March the 24th through the 27th. So we will be there, and uh, we'll be at the Mustang Heritage Foundation's booth visiting with people. So be sure and come by and see us at the Road to the Horse in Lexington, Kentucky, and that again is March the 24th through the 27th. So we look forward to seeing you there. Uh, We're going to go ahead and listen to some of the music that we had scheduled for the show and come back and talk more with Bobby Bell and find out about what's happening with Out West and some other things. So right now, let's take a listen to a song by Miss Trinity Seeley. It's called A Cowboy Hat, and we'll be back on this edition of Saddle of America. Cowboy hat. 
the song is the cowboy hat. And uh, Bobby, Mary Kay is going to be performing out in Genoa, Nevada. Did I say that right? Genoa? I think so. Genoa, Nevada? Genoa? No, Genoa. Genoa, Nevada? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Mary, Mary Kay always tells me I say that wrong. Genoa, Nevada. And that is going to be at the end of April, 1st of May. But uh, Trinity is going to be performing on Friday night with Dave Samey. And then on Saturday night, it's Mary Kay and Gary Allegretto and Chris Isaac. So that is going to be a big oh, deal. Oh, wow. At, that's uh, a great lineup. At, you know, uh, Heritage Days. Yeah, that's going to be a whole lot of fun. Mm-hmm. So that's coming mm-hmm. up. And we'll we'll continue to keep things posted about that on Instagram and Facebook as well. Uh, but what's happening out west? you have well, heavy coats for all the snow you've got coming in or what? Well, you know, we're kind of focused that spring is on its way, so um, mm. we continue to be adding some wonderful things um, in tops. We have a lot of really wonderful tops for ladies in um, what the Scully Honey Creek line and the Liberty Wear line. And we're still offering for our radio listeners coupon code RADIO, R-A-D-I-O, and you save uh, $10 off 75 or more. And, of course, anything 98 or over is free shipping. And, um, yeah, we just have a lot of really, really fun, really fun things. And um, some are, you know, have Western feel to them, but a lot of them are just great contemporary um, styles. So if you say to yourself, well, I don't know, I'm not really Western, well, we still have you covered. <laughs> <laughs> well, this this cold weather is just going to come in and go out real quickly. And then spring is going to be here. You know, everything is yep. blooming out here. Uh, yeah. I live just off of yeah. Tulip Grove Road. and you- you should see the beautiful tulip trees are in beautiful pink bloom right now. Right. Mm. And uh, the forsythia is blooming, and um, the snow will not bother any of that whatsoever. It'll just be yeah. pretty excellent on it. Uh, let's take a listen to a song yeah. by, by Mr. Mike Blakely right now. It's called Don't Ever Sell Your Saddle, and we'll be back in just a moment on Saddle Up America. <laughs> Along the country road, I saw a saddle one fine morning. Cowboy rig for sale, a sign set tied around the horn. So I stopped to look it over, and a man in boots and hat slid off of the tailgate neath the shade tree where he sat. He said, I see you're in the market for a sure enough western cack. Well, this one here has rode the hump off more than one Bronx back. I had it built in Idaho where I learned to buckaroo. Son, you've no idea the wrecks the saddles pulled me through. Don't ever sell your saddle, son, that's what my old Paul said. And I promised him I'd keep this one until the day I was dead. But through hard knocks in the coolies and troubles on the trail, now I'm down to breaking promises my saddle is for sale. Up in the badlands of Wyoming I once roped an outlaw bull But I was mounted well In straddle of this custom hull That raw hide held like steel 
and that tree it wouldn't crack. No fancy store-bought tooling could have held that old bull back. Well, I could tell more stories, son, but we'd be here all day. I'm sure you got things to do, and I must soon be on my way. I need to buy some diesel fuel to fill up my old truck. I've got to get to Santa Fe. My paws run out of luck. Don't ever sell your saddle, son. That's what my old paw said. And I promised him I'd keep this one until the day I was dead. But through hard knocks and the coolies and troubles on the trail, now I'm down to breaking promises my saddle is for sale. I knew what it cost to drive a truck to Santa Fe And he took the cash I offered And then he was on his way And when he left I carried that old saddle on my back Into his barn and I hung it there on his own saddle rack Since cowboys won't take handouts I saw just one trail to ride To help him keep his saddle And his promise and his pride I just helped him get to Santa Fe I knew he wouldn't fail But I did not buy that saddle Cause some things just ain't for sale Don't ever sell your saddle, son That's what his old Paul said And he promised that he'd keep it Till the day that he was dead But through hard knocks and the coolies And troubles on the trail He was down to breaking promises His saddle was for sale Through hard knocks and the coolies And troubles on the trail I did not buy his saddle Cause some things just ain't for sale Mr. Mike Blakely Don't ever sell your saddle Well Bobby, next week we have Riders in the Sky join us For the Campfire Cafe Two Slam and Ranger Doug Oh Oh, we do. How fun. We do. do. (laughs) That would be a lot of fun. And uh, and then I had just mentioned that uh, Mary Kay and I are going to be at Road to the Horse uh, the 24th through the 27th in Lexington, Kentucky. But we have one of the competitors join us on Saddle Up America, and that's Mr. Glenn Stewart from Canada. And Glenn is one of the four contestants in the World Championship of Coach starting at Road to the Horse. And so we'll be visiting with Glenn next week on Saddle of America and talk about the event and how he may or may not be preparing for that and getting ready. And uh, you know where the Colts come from that they're going to be starting? Um, do they come from the 666, or the Four Sixes Ranch in Texas? <laughs> <laughs> they come from the four sixes. That's that's correct. And so I, I guess that's become even more famous now since uh, Yellowstone in 1883. You know, and Taylor Sheridan mm-hmm. is, uh, is one of the principal mm-hmm. owners in the four sixes now. So that's kind of a cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's where the Colts <laughs> come from. So yeah, it's kind of a big deal. They'll have a entrance of all these Colts, and they'll unload them and run them into the arena and get ready for that. And they've got a lot of uh, a lot of different acts and performers that are going to be there uh, for this thing. So 
the road of the horses. I guess they'll have about 10,000 people or so that show up to that event. Wow. It lasts wow. for several days. So it's, uh, it's a good deal. But uh, but that's coming up. And I did want to mention, too, Equestrian Legacy Radio's Rendezvous 2022 is going to be back at the Circle E Guest Ranch in Winchester, Tennessee, September the 29th through October 1st. And so there'll be great trail riding. There will be great musical concerts on Friday and Saturday night. And uh, and we usually have vendors, and we've got a little something special that we'll announce later that maybe is happening on Saturday afternoon at the Rendezvous 2022. But that's coming up, and you can find out more about that at our website at equestrianlegacy.net. So what am I missing today? Oh, we've got a we've got a song for our songwriters out there that may be listening, or our would be songwriters that are out there listening. Uh, the International Western Music Association Tennessee chapter will be hosting our first songwriters workshop, and that will be a virtual workshop that will be conducted by the award-winning singer and songwriter and author, Mr. Jim Jones from New Mexico, and then Tennessee's own Mickey Furman, who is an award-winning singer and songwriter. And uh, Mickey's been performing for a long time. Not only was she a headliner at the Louisiana Hayride, but she's performed on Grand Ole Opry stage and performed with many, many uh, performers that you would know if we would mention everyone. But that's going to be taking place. May the 20th through the 22nd, I believe, is the date. It will be virtual. It will only be $75, and uh, registration will begin on that on April 1st. So you can visit our website uh, to find out more about that, and also Facebook uh, for the International Western Music Association Tennessee chapter. Those are all things that are coming up. But it's going to be a pretty cool deal. It sounds terrific. I've just been posting it all over. Um, I've just been sharing the information over to the um, International Western Music Association, our national page, our California chapter page, our New Mexico chapter page. Well, thank and you very much. right now I'm putting it on my page. Yeah, thank you very much. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think we're going to uh, – I think we'll conduct uh, several of those throughout the course of the year. But the first one we're starting with Jim and – that should be very interesting and very informative for those people that are both beginning songwriters and more experienced songwriters as well. So that's mm-hmm. Well, do you have any closing thoughts for us today? Uh, I do. I do. Let's see. Here is one. This is a quote of St. Francis of Assisi. All the darkness okay. in the world can... All the darkness in the world cannot extinguish the light of a single candle. You know, as we talked about uh, that song, Big Country, I think that mm-hmm. final thought is very appropriate today. Mm-hmm. I had we, we that same thought when everyone. I read this one this morning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just keep Ukraine in your thoughts and prayers and uh, pray for those folks. As they're going through this terrible time, and uh, 
Anyway, we want to close the show today. Well, we want to remind you that you can listen to the show in an archive podcast at our website at equestrianlegacy.net. You can also find it on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, or iTunes. Your choice. Just search for Equestrian Legacy Radio, and you can listen to those. And if you have Alexa, you can request um, Equestrian Legacy Radio on Apple Podcasts, and you can listen to it through Alexa. I think she listens to everything we say anyway, Bobby. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Probably so. But anyway, it's been it's been a great uh, great day today visiting with all of our uh, with our fine guests that we have today and uh, and with you, our audience. We're going to close the show today with a poem from the Anna Dickinson McCall. It's called The Last Horse in Dad's String. And um, a very, a very, for horse lovers and for folks that have lost fathers, you'll understand this. Beautiful poem. It's by Deanna Dickinson McCall, and uh, we look forward to having you join us next Thursday beginning at noon Central Standard Time on the Equestrian Legacy Radio Network. Bobby, see you next week. See you next week. He's staring with his old weepy eye. I can tell he's wondering why. It's me that caught him on this day doesn't know his friend's gone away. He was my daddy's, born on this place, used to big country, wide open space. Taught to be a cow horse while young, sometimes dad got his bell rung. He did learn, often the hard way, but he sure earned his keep and pay. That's the way with good ones, they're smart, loaded with lots of bottom big heart. Daddy kept him, chosen till the end, knew he was riding on a friend. They shared so many long miles and days, grew accustomed to each other's ways. Dad's gone, but I'll keep my promised word. Let this old boy run outside with a herd. I can feel tears on my cheek as I let him go, but Dad's watching and smiling, I know. <laughs>